0: Good morning. Today, Bezmat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Ayin Tes and Maseches Yuma. We'll start with the first wide line in Ayin Chesem and Bez. We dedicate this year to our fearless leader, Andrew Singer. Andrew, the wind beneath our wings, as my grandmother used to say, for gesund and kum gesund. she come back in good health. So we were finishing up um, with HaMelch Vakali Panehem. Right? The Gemara asked, we said in the Mishnah, that even though there's an iser of chameshes inuim, as we know, the iser kares is only on a uh, The other, fa- the other of the inuim is either, according to some farshim, uh, not an iser kares, but an iser daraisa. And the question is, if it's an iser daraisa, so then how could you have dispensation for the melech and the kala? The melech, uh, it's beneath his stature to not to to be uncomely to to and to, to uh, not wash his face, and the kala similarly. Anyways. It's, uh, there are some Rishonim, like the Rush, who say that it's only Nisar Darabon and the rest of the five, uh, Inuin, But, be that as it may, the Gemara, must decent money. Who is the author in our Mishnah? In other words, we know that there's a Machlokas in our Mishnah, right? Rabbi Yezer and the Chachamim, right? So the question is, who are these Chachamim? So. Mustnisimani. So Reb Chananya ben here. So we say it's Reb Chananya ben because we have Brisa Hamelchvakala, lawyer chetzu as panehem. Reb Chananya ben Chayyion, Omer Mishum Rabiliyzer Hamelchvakala, lawyer chetzu as panehem. So it's Reb Chananya ben Chayyion, according to Rabiliyzer. So as we know from our Mishnah, that was a machlokas. We it was unclear from the syntax of the Mishnah whether the machlokas was only with regards to uh to an ilas a sandal or the Chaya uh, wearing this, the, the, who is the recent, uh, uh, the woman who recently delivered a baby, right, whether she's, whether that was the mechlokas or whether it also had to do with the melech and the kala. So it seems for this preysa, uh, the mechlokas would about all three, right, Rabbi Hanani bin chardion says, from Rebiliyaz the melech and the kala can wash their face. Hechaya losinol es, lo es hasandal, that is what the Mishnah had all of so said was the subject of dispute, and that who Rabbi in charge. No, Rabbi Eliezer, ha chaya tin olas that they allow. Fine. So now, regarding Rabbi Eliezer's halacha, mai taima, why would he say that you are allowed to do these things? So melech mishum duchsev melech biyafya techazenai Right. For the king, it says that you have to behold the king in his splendor. Amazingly, that pasuk which is in Navi overrides right the inuim on Yom Kippur. Wow, again, more important to have the I guess you'd call shalom bias than the idea of the yenuy man yom Rav kala kama, and then how long is it? Right, in other words, she, a wife should never be al bala So how long do we do we hold out and say that she can wash her face on yom kippur? So the Gemara answers Amalei so we have right a brisa with regards to a different a different concept, uh, context with a specific uh, schedule um, at at which point we uh, do no longer uh, we stop withholding cosmetics from Mikala. This is in, in uh, a different context of avelus, but be that as it may, we see from that context that there's a 30-day period where we want the kala to be the first 30-day of marriage. We want it to be as beautiful as possible. We mentioned, we talked in the Mishnah, we know about Sheva we know about Shonari Shona. Here is where the 30 days comes in, the Sholushim. The first 30 days of marriage is that even though, right, let's say that, that particular case is in Ksubis, the very beginning of Ksubis, right, you have the tragic case, of a parent who, who passes away on the wedding day and after you already had the wedding. So the question is, what are you doing? How, how are you working it out? Um, once the wedding's have already been prepared, how do you work out the wedding? And these things do happen. Uh, so there they talked about, right, cosmetics typically in Avell is not allowed to have. But in this particular case, in Ksubis mentions that the Kala has 30 days. After 30 days, what, she's allowed to be Miskanel bala chatz v'shalom? No, it's just that by then, the husband realizes all the beauty, shek'er che'en v'heve yofi, and at that point, it's more than just external, they know each other better, and at that point, you are, you you can wash your, you can also have uh, that inui of Yom Kippur of not washing your face, fine. Let's get back to the sandal. mishum tsinos. So we said, she said that, we said that because the floor is cold, to which, Amar Shmuel, Imachmas Sakanas Akhrav, right, last line on Ein Chesem and then Mutter. In other words, this is true not only of a woman who had just gave, given birth, but anybody. If it's dangerous to walk around in flip-flops and wherever, in that locale because there's scorpions, it would be Mutter for everyone, obviously Sakanas Kufachos. Why? It has to say that it's, uh, it's unquestioned. It's, it's, um, unclear. Right? The Sfas Emes, according to the art scroll, uh, asks why you would even have to learn the Salacha. In other words, any time you have Sakhana Nefashos, certainly that would be, that would be, uh, Mutter. And anyways, that is, uh, what appears in our, um, in our Gemara over here. It's the Halach of Shmuel. Fine. Now we get to our topic of today, which will be the topic of the test, which is ke Kekoseves Hagasa. So the Lashon in the Mishnah is A'ochel so Kekoseves Hagasa Kamar Inosa. That the shear, right, with which you are violate the Inuit is by eating a large koseves, koseves gasa, it and its pit. So by of Papa, But Papa wants to know as we arrive at 9 Thessalonians, He says, the koseves that we're talking about is with its pit or not with its pit? Rashi, right away, anticipates the question. What are you talking about? The Mishnah says explicitly a Koseves with its pit. What's Papa asking? So Rashi says, no, it has to be that he's asking, are they asking about the Koseves? Um, what did it mean that the, the, he must have had the Girsa that either it was a Koseves or like the Garin of the Koseves? It's unclear what the Girsa was. Tosos takes him to task that it doesn't make sense that that's what the Gerasa would be. The question of Papa is, is interesting. Why would Papa, uh, he must have had a different Girsa than the Mishnah to have asked such a question because the Mishnah explicitly says, Koseves with its pit. Be that as it may, Ravashi has a similar question. Bari Ravashi, etzim This is where Bari Libowitz was quoted by Barry Nussbaum where it talks about Olos, the sheer of a human fragment bone. That is, uh, that can impart tumma, right? So I guess that would be an issue for Kohanim. Uh, anyways, uh, because he's talking about dental implants from cadaver bone. But be that as it may, there's a shear of human bone that would impart tumma. What is that shear? We've already discussed this. this is a mission in Oholos. It's Kisaora, like barley. So Ravashi, just like Rav Papa had asked in Aragamara with regards to the pit of the date. That is it talking about uh Kosevis, with a pit or without a pit? So Ravashi with regards to the bone says paso or paso with a shell or without a shell. What kind of right barley are we talking about? Belacha oveyavesha. And similarly, is it going to be like a uh, barley in Cholent that's already cooked and larger or, or bloated barley or, or dry barley? So the Gemara points out Ravashi don balahadura papa. Ravashi and Ravpapa didn't think that the other ones was a question. Why? Ravashi, who had the shaila by the barley, has no shaila over here by our pit because gasa Itmar, because our Mishnah, it says Hagasa, which means Kol Kama da Gasa, which is to say, when it says a large kosavis, it means a kosavis that also has its pit. As we will see, the date uh, with the pit is much larger, and therefore that's what our Mishnah means, uh, date with its pit in it. And Rav Papa didn't have any question with what kind of barley we're talking about, why? Because every different type of barley has a special name, Lacha Shibolus Mikri. The Lacha is called Shibolus. Shalob Kipasa Ushla Mikri. When it doesn't have a, uh, a peel, it's called an Ushla. Therefore, Seora has to be referring to a dry barley in its shell. So this question that Rafapa asked, that is it dry or is it wet, is it shelled or not, is obvious. Just by the word uh, saora, it must must mean that it's a barley kernel in it's shell, and therefore Rafapa did not... So Rafapa and Ravashi, was again, on the same page, they would know that the the uh, barley in Olos is referring to a dry barley in its shell, and the Kosevis in our is referring to Kosevis with its pit. So now Amar- a Rava in the Maseosha changes it to Rabba Amar Rabbi Huda Koseves Hagasa She'amru, this large date, Yasseri Mekabetzah. Now we get into the interesting question of Shiurim. What is the Koseves? Why don't we say Kavetzah? We know, we typically assume that a Kazayis is a certain amount. That's usually the uh, Isser Achila. Okay, that's true. By the way, we already talked about this. Why is the Isser Achila, uh, Yom Kippur, not a Kazais, like all other Isser Achila? So there, says the Gemara, right here de Miyasvadaite. What's going on? Yes, the idea is Miyasvadaite, comfort food, right? It takes the edge off of hunger. The whole point of Inuyim is to have hunger. So at what shear is are you no longer hungry? That's the question. In other words, it's not a straight up technical Isra Achila of a Kazais. If, it, if the Isra was Achila, it would be a Kazais. The Isra is that you're supposed to have an Inui. So the question is, you're supposed to, Inui is supposed to be hunger. And so therefore, it's a larger amount. In other words, Kazais is the minimum shear of eating. But if you ate a Kazais, you'd still be hungry, so to speak. So therefore, that's what Rashi, the first Rashi in the Nine Testament says. Uh, I'm sorry, not the first one. The uh, Rashi Kimlu Rabanam, right? This is exactly how he spells it out. The middle rashi here. Right, even though whenever you have achilas iser, it's a kazais Honey, That's only if the iser is an iser achila. Lo to Here it's just you should have inui. kama and that is the shear of inui. So it's a larger shear of Koseves. So now we're going to say, wait a minute. Is it true that Koseves is more than a Kavetzah? So here we're going to go. This is another Arya Leibowitz Shlita uh, observation, which is, at the end of every Masechta, we, to do, we te- tend to do two things. Number one, we tend to go back to the topic we discussed at the beginning of Masechta, and also we start to get a flavor of the next Masechta. The next Masechta, Bezat Hashem, will be very soon. We're learning Sukkah. So here we are, a Mishnah in Sukkah as follows. We learn in the Mishnah in the We learn Mishnah in Masechah's Sukkah. This is on Sukkahs. On Sukkahs, they brought Rabbi Yochanan Nomad some shawarma. And from Rabbi they brought two dates and a pail of water. And the Chachamim, Rabbi Gamaliel, and Rabbi Zakai said, let's go eat this on the Sukkah. And in the mission, they pointed out, After all, they were having shawarma plate, not shawarma belafa. They were having shawarma without bread. So it was having shahakal or dates. So fruits, and, right, um, and so this is something that you don't necessarily have to eat in the sukkah, but they were machmer, they wanted to eat, right, Rabbanan, they wanted to eat uh, anything that they could. In the sukkah, that's a chumr that a person can accept upon themselves, even a or in the sukkah, it's a beautiful thing. And amazingly, But when they gave every f- uh food that was less than a kibetzah, he did something astonishing. Number one, this is a, a presumed to be bread. Number one, So first of all, Rashi points out what the three chidushim uh, are here. He he took the small piece of kazayas bread, less than kazayas, in a napkin instead of doing the tila sidaim and ate it out of the sukkah and then he didn't even bench. Whoa, Rashi. Last Rashi on Ayin Teslam and Alev. Shlush ha He did three kulas. Achaz shalom Yadav yodav. Elbimapa karech yodav. He didn't do itil sedayim for less than a kezayis or kebeitza. He just wrapped it up. Mishum aninos hadas b'chutz la And he ate it outside the sukkah. Achlov. Vlo birich acharov. And he didn't birich acharov. What's this giant toast? Vlo birich acharov. Gets into a fascinating idea as we turn to Ayin Teslam and I'll say it outside. Uh, not all of it outside. But the fascinating idea, did he make a bracha Rishona? So it's an interesting uh, aspect of brachos that, right? You're not allowed to have hanah and without making a bracha Rishona. That would be true of any shear, and that would be true of any amount. So certainly, says Tosefus, he must have made a bracha Rishona. Now, the, the, the irony is that really, the source of brachas, bracha Rishona, as you might recall from brachos, is in bracha achrona, right? The, the main source of the idea that we make a bracha is that we do what? That says, vachata v'savata v'rachta. It's the bracha achrona That is the main source of bracha. And we learned in brachos, that's a Kalvachomer. Right? That if you make it when you're Sava'a, certainly, Alachas Kama Pakama, when you're still hungry, you're gonna, you're gonna make a bracha. A beautiful Kalvachomer there. So, it's, but, but be that as it may, here he did not make a bracha achrona, but it's presumed that he made a bracha a Fascinating concept. And Rav Tzadok, the Burman points out, Rav Tzadok, in different contexts, he thinks he fasted, and so he tried to intertwine it with this. Not for now, it's an undeveloped idea, and so we'll move on to Aintesimum days. Rashi, yeah, Mishum Aninus. What does he mean? Rashi says, I skipped it. He says, Right? So I think it means out of expedience. In other words, it doesn't mean Aninus like he was an onain, Right? Um, because what is, why would that have to do with not washing his hands? Right? Aninus usually is the stage before, um, right? Which is the stage before Avelus, Right? But I don't think so. I think I think in this case, aninus just means um, he for just cleanliness, like an istinus type thing. In other words, um, but I'm not sure why he would do that. In other words, aninus onen. I think that the stage that comes before avelus comes from a certain aspect of distress. So I just, the way I understood it in Rashi, which is a good question Barry's asking, the way I understood in Rashi is Mishumaninus just means that it was like, uh, for whatever reason, inconvenient. Like out of inconvenience or or a certain degree of a lesser degree of distress, he wasn't in a situation where he could wash his hands and therefore he just wrapped it in, in a napkin or alternatively, maybe it means that he wrapped it in his napkin out of cleanliness uh, that he didn't want to eat the bread and it doesn't point out the obvious fact that really out of cleanliness you're really supposed to wash your hands so whatever reason he didn't do it until daim, but he kept it he did wrap it out of a certain sense of cleanliness but that's those are the only, those are the two uh thoughts that i had with regards to aninos but i didn't see anywhere exactly what it means okay Right. So, anino sadas, vechuts suka. So, aninos sadas, distress, convenience. That's why I think the first shot, aninos sadas, mishum, aninos sadas, that he just, so I don't know. I think it means that he just did it because he, it was, uh, out of convenience. But I'm not 100% sure. Um, okay. Well, what was the shayla here? What was the shayla with the case? So, in Aintes Base, we say it like this. We say, how kabetza bay this is, this is the question. It seems like, now, two dates, right, is, is a question. The Havamina is that they didn't need a sukkah because of the shear, right? In other words, in the beginning of that b'risa, right, we had, a, we had an idea of, right, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Gamliel, he's bringing Koso- Kosovos, and still, right, they didn't have to uh, go to the sukkah. They went out of Amidas chasidus. Uh-huh. And we know that once you eat a kabeza, you have to eat it in the sukkah. That's what we do know. So it sounds like over here, now obviously we're hiding the ball, right? At the end, we're gonna say, well, if it's anyways, what you're eating is dates, then that's not something that you you need a sukkah for anyway, and that's the reason why they need a sukkah. But at this point, let's assume all foods are the same, we're going to address that here. But at this point, let's assume all foods are the same. If that's true, so then this idea that they didn't have to go into the sukkah in the beginning of the brisa, um, or right, the beginning of the, um, of, of the Mishnah, where it says over here that Rebam Gamliel had two kosavos and he didn't have to go into the sukkah. It's mashma that two kosavos are less than the kibetza. That's the basic kasha here a Nine Testament base. Right? And we had just said that a kosovos is yeseram ikibetza. So which is says the Gemara, "Kadayt haKosavos haGasa sheAmri Yisera mikaveiza, Hashda Shtei Kosavos below Garin laHavu kaveiza. Kosavos haGasa veGarin veGarin Nasa miHavu Yisera mikaveiza." In other words, like this: in the case of the Mishnah in Sukkah, Rabbi Gamliel is having two Kosavos, albeit, let's say they don't have the pit, but still. It's, obvi- it's obvious that it's not a cabeza, right? It's not a shear of a cabeza. It seems unlikely that even though the pits are taken out, you're gonna say two pitted, pitted means without the pits. You're gonna say that two pitted dates are less than one pitted date, which is, in other words, we know, we made a statement that one pitted date is larger than a cabeza. And you're gonna say two dates without the pits are less than a cabeza? How does that physically work? So Amar, you mean in yes, that's true. That you, those two things can coexist. As we just said, and the pit is larger than the cabeza, that could still be true, that it's larger than the cabeza because the pit is so robust that once you take it out, the two dates are very collapsible and they're actually smaller than uh than than a kabeza, so you can have a scenario where a pitted date is larger than a kabeza, and a kabeza in turn is larger than two dates without the pit. Wow, Amar Rapapa Papa, Inchi. Papa says that this is consistent with the popular adage, which is Tre kabe de Khada de that two calves of dates in two calves of dates there is one of uh, dates with pits and some extra. Which Rashi throws it out uh, explains the Lashon testria here means extra which is to say that when you have a pitted date it's actually larger than two well now, now I confuse you when you have a date with a pit it's actually larger than two dates without pits okay there you go all right so fine and the bottom line is the pit is very robust in, in more than doubles the size of the date, which makes a uh, significant in our mishnah. Certainly, now Rava Amar Laba Right, Rabbi does away with all of this uh, reconciliation of what Rava said in the mishnah and Sukkah. He said that yeah, of course, Rebbe Gamliel was able to eat dates outside of the Sukkah because there were dates. That's peiros, uh, and it didn't matter what the shear was. But two dates would be larger than the kibetzah, right? But so we were able to prove that two dates are, in fact, might be smaller than a kibetzah. But even if they were larger, they're dates after all, and therefore you would not have to eat them in the sukkah. That would be a midas chasidus. Is that really true? Are you allowed to eat fruits outside of the sukkah always? So let's see. Ten lines down from the bottom, from the top. Ten lines down from the top on Nine Testament Bays. bin Shemua was the Tana. We just had Rabbi Eleazar bin Padas. He was the Amara. That was significant because that was a sugya of the Kohanim and the Becharos that applied to how do they, how do we deal with Kohanim and Becharos after Chorban Habayas. This was before Chorban Habayas. So and they brought all kinds of grape fruit platter. We ate it outside of the sukkah. In ah, makes it sound like if we had been koveh asuda on this fruit platter, we would have had to eat it in the sukkah. So that seems to be a raya against Rava. Rabbi's assertion that you can have fruit outside the sukkah. So the Gemara says not necessarily. Two possible ways to understand this right of what Rebbe said. Number one, you could say we ate them like achilas Arai outside the sukkah, which is to say that by definition. By virtue of the fact that we were eating fruit, it was like achilasaray. That's one way of saying it. Or, ibay Seima, achilas keva, pas behadayu Yeah, it could be even that we were eating it achilas keva, right? That we were kaveh suda on fruit, but we also had some granola and a couple of, uh, a little abyssal uh, cake. But it was achilas, that part, the mizonos part, was achilas, or, or even a little bit of bread, but bread like a snack. Not to get into it now, in, ter- in terms of bread like a snack, but be that as it may, we ate achilas arai with the pas, and that's what we were referring to when we were saying the achilas arai. Right? Burmam was, was, uh, very perplexed. How could it be that, that, that you have these gedolim and they're eating a little bit of mezonas outside the sukkah? He's, he's, not buying it. Okay. Now, eleven lines up from the wide, the Gemara is gonna say, uh, just like Rava, that you can have fruit of any quantity outside the sukkah. Okay, so Lema Messilah from the following. Targima. We have a we have a support here for Ravah like this. Imhishlim. What's Imhishlim? What is he over here at Rashi? suka. as we're gonna see very, very soon in Masecha Sukkah, there is a to eat breakfast and, and dinner, right? Two meals a day, every day of Sukkah in the sukkah. Beautiful. That's Sheeta Survival Yazar. Fine. So that can that be fulfilled with one day you'll have a Chinese buffet right and you're not having bread nobody's washing everybody's just having right meat and veggies and maybe even a bit of rice but not a lot so like this can you in fact be Yaitse Suda with an Atkins uh, type diet so the 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 Brisa says that yes, Visa v'isakadaitach peros suka, and if you really think that peros requires suka, listeni peros. Instead of saying mine it should have said peros. In other words, there is no amount of fruit that would constitute a suda. That is the inference that the Gemara wants to make. But the Gemara says that's not that true necessarily. First of all, my mine tagima peros. Maybe when the Brysa says mine tagima, it's talking about meat and fish and chicken but it could also meet, be talking about pears, or, or maybe the reason why it didn't mention peros is because it's like in Be'er Sheva, before it was developed with modern technology and they didn't really have a lot of fruit growing there right or whatever in Bovel in an area where there's no fruit and that's why I mentioned it out of pragmatic that was what was found but really if there was fruit you would be say, Suda. so we can't bring a from there Alright, so we have here the halachas that we're going to be addressing very, very soon in the sukkah in terms of what constitutes a meal. Because so now we're seven lines up from the wide. Right? This is, right, he says that the kosev of our Mishnah that is less than the equivalent of a K'beitzah, the Tanan. how do we know? Because we have it in the Mishnah. This is a very famous Mishnah. You know why? It's the very first Mishnah of Mesechetz Baitzah. You'll probably recognize it. Where it says, The first Mishnah in Mesechetz Baitzah has an idea of the Yisr of Chometz on Pesach. And you might recall that there's two things. There's a Sa'or and there's Chometz. The Pasuk actually mentions both Sa'or and Chometz. So that is amazing the Gemara is going to teach us that that's to teach you that saor, which is like actual leaven, which is a leavening agent, right, is the Chiyuv there is on a kazais, and the Chiyuv on chametz, this is not, by the way, the Chiyuv of eating, right? Certainly, there's an Iser Achilas chametz on Pesach, and certainly, that would be uh, on, you, you would be high of that for a kazais. This is the Chiyuv on Bayeroy roye Bayer matze The Yemotze saor, right? The Chiyuv on Bayeroy roye Bayer matze is going to be on saor. Is going to be on a kozayis and by, by, by Matzah, chametz, which is just right leavened bread, but not the leavening agent. That's going to be on a koseves. and we asked on there. My time of beit Shammai, Why beit Right, hold. Unlike vasilu says zevizah is going to be right um, Why is why is beit going to say a difference between how, what the shears for chametz and Saar? So this is, as as follows, niftav or chaman chametz. If the pasuk had only said the word chametz, <laughs> never mentioned the word v'lo ba'isor, and never mentioned the word saor, v'han anamina, we would have understood umeh chametz shein chimuts akasha also bechazayis saor shein chimuts akasha l'akal In other words, chametz, which is not a leavening agent, right? It's just leavened bread. So that is less potent, let's say, than saor. So if that's chayiv in b'ali ro'eh be'matzbechazayis, certainly kal chametz saor. Shechimutsu kasha, which, is the leavening property, it's like nuclear and strong, that certainly would be in a Kazais, right? But the fact that the, that there's two psukim, one of Saor, and one of Chameitz, Limdalach, to teach you, Shiur Shelze, Loh, Kishur Shelze, that there has to be a difference in the Shiurim, and therefore, Saor Bechazais, and this is the Sheet of Becham. Becham is always very sharp, right? We always say, the Bichama was really like, very, very sharp, like, the smarter guy in the room, but Basil was the majority anyway, always. Anyways, almost always. So he had a good reasoning. Right? We say Seor and we say Khamitz. It must be that there's a difference. If there's a difference, then Seor is going to be the minimal Shear of Kazais because it's more potent. And Khamitz the larger Shear of Koseves. So now, what does this have to do with us? Like this. If, we're going back to this now, if you're going to say that the Koseves agasa is a larger Shear than a kamehadri. Right? In other words, like this, if the Kosephus gas is larger than Kavetzah, Beishamai had his logical Kavachomer. It says, okay, by the Kavachomer, we're going to say that the shear, the, the Isra for the Kavetz is going to be the smallest shear and therefore that's going to be kazais The next denomination is going to be whatever the shear is by Kavetz. In other words, Seor will be kazais and Kavetz will be the next denomination over. And the next denomination, which is the first mission of Beitzah, is Kosephus. But if Kosephus is larger than beitza, then it should be so, or, be Why is it right Why are we jumping over kabetsa? If kabetsa is in fact, uh, then in between shear, between, um, between a kezais and a Oh. And even if you're going to say that a Kibetza and a Kibetza is in fact the same thing, let's say both of them are double kezais. Nisni You should say kabetsa anyway. We don't really see here. Uh, why? But, uh, Art Scroll says what you might assume, because it's a more common, uh, shear than a Kazayas. After all, we're learning this, this is not relevant, because it's, that's not why we call it Mesechas Beta, but it is in fact the first mission in Mesechas Beitzah. So you would think that the shear, next shear over would be a Beitza and not a Kosevis, if in fact they were similar. It's and Shenoldo, so it's not really relevant, but the point is that the beta is a more common shear. Anyway, Lav Shmamina, Kosevis Kosevis, Miki it must be, doesn't you? Don't you learn from that first Mishnah in Beitzah that a Kosevis is in fact the next denomination over the next year after Kozais and therefore less than a Kabeitzah? So the Gemara says no. Maybe Ekor is more than a Kabeitzah and ha stomach but that, however, that's a Kosevis Hagasa. But an ordinary date is going to be like a Kabeitzah. Right, and it is that Kosevis that Beit is referencing. In other words, right, Beit doesn't say Kosevis Gaza. It just says or because Kosevis. Maybe he's referring to Kosevis like a like a like maybe a, not, without a pit or maybe not a large Kosevis. Okay, even though. The ordinary kebetza and and it's it's going to be the uh, same volume chadaminayun nakat bishamay had to use one of them. You know, in other words, they weren't particular. Like it's not such a big deal. They're both the same. We everybody knows what each one means, and therefore that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be referencing. It's going to be referencing that shear, which we know is as a koseves. Um, fine. Um, what else do we have here? Fine. So now. Right, it says over here in the art school Although both the date and the egg Are the next measure, measure greater than the olive It may have been more appropriate To say the more common beitzah That's what it said before uh, So you might have thought so But Beit didn't think so Beit thought that it was okay Okay uh, there's, there's a gearsa issue here Where they say V'chadamina'u or Chadaminayu. Okay, uh, makes, they both make sense. We both understand what we're saying. We're saying that Beit simply used one of them, did not think that it was necessary to use both. Fine. Okay, now we're going to still look for more evidence Right? That the, the, uh, Koseva Sagasa is smaller than a Kavetza as follows. Let's bring the proof from a Sechas Brochos Brachas Memhei. What do we ask there? Ad Kama Mizamnen. Right? What's the minimum shear that you have for a Zemun? Don't forget. A Zemun might be different, right? The, the idea of, um, then the idea of, um, of the actual benching. Ad Kazais that we have it, you need to have at least a kezais for a zimun, divir meir, rabihuda ad And therefore, Rabbi Huda says that the shear for a zimun is going to be a kezaisa, uh, a kavetsa. Okay. So, the Gemara asks, Mamai kamifligi, what is this machlokis? Why are they saying ad kezais versus ad kebetza? So, meir sabr ve achata, zu achila, ve zu shtiya, be kezais. And therefore, right, we see that when it says, right, the Pasik is, is very familiar to us. So if you say and means a next level of eating, so then you might be prone to saying that the chiv is on a But if you hold that just means that eating is not enough, in other words, let's say you ate and it was just dry and you still felt thirsty, that's what it means, right? This is what, Rebbe Meir holds. Rebbe Meir holds, if you ate and you still feel parched and thirsty, you're not chayiv and benching, amazingly, right? It has to be vachata Vesavata, which is to say, you're both fed and hydrated. That is when you have the chayev of zimun, of, of, of benching. The achila v'kezayis, verb and and certainly achila, anytime it says achila in the Torah, it says a kezayis, and therefore, ad kezayis is where you have to make the zimun. Right, the zimun here is... It can be referring to right the actual benching when you have where you have the chiv. Now Rabbi Vesavata achila shiyesh bas So here he's already holding that no. That the visavata in the Pasuk is not saying that it has to be hydrated on top of also eating and that the shear remains a kazayas, but rather it's saying that the shear for benching. As it were, is higher than just the sheer of achila typically in the Torah. That the typical sheer achila is a kazais. But, in order to be chayiv and benching, that's to be vechata, and beyond that, vesavata. Achila shesh basviya. That it's a type of eating where you are satisfied. That when you eat a that's when you're satisfied. So now the Gemara is going to say its proof. Visakadaita koseva sagasa sharma yuserim a If you're in fact going to say, as we had said, um, that the koseva sagasa is more than a kabeiza oh. the sheer of an inoy is that you're supposed to be hungry so what are you going to tell me that a kabeiza is sevia where you're fully satiated. Again, right, the, the shear in our Mishnah is a shear where you're no longer considered hungry. Well, not, and, and so that is long before you're fully satiated. So if you're fully satiated at Kabetza, and you're in fact going to say that a Kosef is a gasa is more than a Kabetza, then that seems to be a way too large of a shear for, for which to be Chayev, the Chameshusi Noim, right, on Yom Kippur. It should be less than whatever the Kadei is. Rather says the Gemara, lav shemar mina kasefis agaza shamu pachas mikabeiza." Has to be that the kasefis agaza is less than the kabeiza. Kabeiza is saba because a kabeiza is in fact a volume which what actually give brings you satisfaction, completely satiates you, and Kekoseves beyasva And Kosevis, this is a very logical argument, that the Kosevis that's mentioned in our Mishnah, that is the shear of a chila Yom kippur, is only supposed to be enough to take the edge off, right? Only supposed to be enough to take the edge off the hunger. That certainly is some station before, some time before of of eat some amount of eating that's less than a Sevia of total satiation. And therefore the koseves mentioned in our Mishnah, which uh, triggers the Isser. Anyam Kippur must be less than a Kavetzah, and that's how we know the relative Shur must be less. So we'll pick up tomorrow with Tanya Rabbi Omer, which is the last three words on Aintas Ahmed Bey's